What's up, everybody, and welcome to the flagship show, Grinders Live. I'm your host, Seb Chopper, and I'm going to uh, break this NBA slate down for you with Big T, and we're going to just go game by game. Just going to play around with it like we do. We're not all serious over here. You're not going to catch me on here talking about injury reports and listing 30 different guys. You're not going to t- I'm not going to tell you that. It's 421 San Antonio time, 221 Vegas time. 721 Brazil time. None of that matters. What matters is we got a little NBA action tonight. We even got a little college football showdown for you if you're into that kind of stuff. And we're going to do some gambling tonight because gambling is no longer an illegal word here. So let me bring in my, my co-host here, my, my partner in crime, Big T. We, we shot our we shot a little video already today, so we've already seen each other. But now we get to do the good stuff. Dee's on vacation, so it's up to me and you to carry this thing through on this Friday NBA slate. How's it going out there, Big T? I mean, first of all, could you imagine going on vacation during football season? Like, what what do these guys do? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, freaking Brits getting married at Disney on Monday <laughs> during football. Dean's traveling the globe, <laughs> probably staying with Pepsi. I mean, what, what do these guys do? Don't people have to work these days? I mean, can't you just – can't you wait till like, the baseball season when it's – like, there's so many dead months there where it's just baseball going on. <laughs> to do everything – that's what I do. Just do everything during baseball season, man, the, the summertime. Trying there's to pull one it. month, too, that, like, you definitely shouldn't, even during football. Like, how are you going in December? I don't get yeah, it. I don't know, man. It's not – it's not up to me. It's, it's, it's their life, so – they can live it however they want, but we got we got the good stuff here. We'll fill in. I take no breaks, man. I, I will. I'll take a little break when when the NFL is over with, and then I'll charge it up for NBA, and then and then we'll get through it. But football, you only got man, you only got about seventeen weeks of it. You got to get you got to do it, man. You got to take advantage of it. So before we get cranked up here on this NBA slate, though, and it's a good one. Ten games. We just got good injuries. I just seen some injuries come out right now, so we're in good shape here. We're gonna have some value tonight. Before we do that, though, I do need to give a couple of uh, a quick reminders here, guys, on the on the click uh, the like and subscribe buttons on the YouTube platform if you're watching from there. Hopefully you're watching from there, and if you do, please just take the seconds and click the like button and subscribe to our channel. It's very crucial. It's very crucial for us to keep pumping out this good free content like this that you're watching free of charge, man. You know, we're going to give you some good picks tonight. So the like and subscribe buttons, very big deal. Uh, if you want to throw in comments in the comment section about how, you know, something you like, something you don't like, how we can improve, whatever, go for it, man. That's what it's there for. So got that going on. I'll remind you of that later to click the like and subscribe. In the meantime, we have the RG badge shout out. We got four guys today. I'm going to shout them out because they swapped over their RG badge. If you don't know what that uh, – is entails. I, I'm hoping our producer puts a little link in the chat right now. Just a little badge promo. Switch over your avatar. So, Law Dog, Law Dog gets a shout out. Law Dog gets a shout out. <laughs> Law Dog. Law Dog. L A W. Law Dog. Law Dog. Like, Dog. I like, like that. Old, what was that old show with uh boy had Val Kilmer in it playing the gunslinger and the old way Kurt Russell was. I know which one you're talking about. I'm drawing a blank. Man, Doc Val, Val Kilmer was Doc Holliday, and oh, Kurt Russell was uh, Wyatt Earp. Man, I, it was a, it was a classic, man. I forget they, they called him they called him Law Dog. That old dude goes Law Dog. You know Law Dog. Tombstone. That's it. Our producer Tombstone's knows one of the best movies. Well, well, that, that, that's 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 in there too, right? 
think, no, she was not in that one. She wasn't. In, she was in another one, but there was that, there was those like two or three that came out like around the same time. Yeah, so yeah. Tombstone was good. White Earp and a couple of those ones. Tombstone's one of the ones where you're flipping through the channels at night and it's on, and you just got to stop and watch it for a little I bit to Tombstone see where. Tombstone was where they had the little the shooting, like where they had the little tournament. That's not Tombstone. That's the Quick and the Dead. I think. Oh, so Quick and the Dead. You're right. Tombstone's the one with Val Kilmer. He says, I'll be your Huckleberry. You know, he's down there by the river. And, oh, man, that's a good one, man. But, yeah, that's that's a good one. So, Law Dog, you get a shout-out. And you, you get another shout-out for taking us down memory lane with Tombstone, too. Nice name. Uh, Keto888. 888. Keto888. All right. I guess he's on the keto diet. Good for him. DFS Donkey W. DFS Donkey W. Shout-out to you, man. I don't know where you get these names, but God bless you, man. D Cherry seven thirteen. D Cherry seven one three. Shout out to you, man. I want to. Where's what seven one three? Is that your? Is that the area code? I think that's the area code for Houston, man. So props to you if that's the area code for Houston. Appreciate you tuning in here. But those are the guys. So got that out the way. Got the like and subscribe out the way. Now we're here. We got a little NBA slate. We got some uh, injuries. We'll take care of those as we go game by game. And that's what we're going to do here. Going to take you for about 50 minutes, about 55 minutes or so. Going to walk this thing game by game. So, looking at a slate like this, Big T, we got 10 games here. What's your preference here? Are you playing some cash games or is it just strictly tournament for you tonight? Tonight, yeah, I got my brother's actually got his first game and his first game tonight. So, we're, we're going a little lighter tonight. We got. No cash games. We got we are, we are playing 150 on the old uh, DraftKings, but taking taking it pretty light though. So it, we're, we're grinding away though. We're still going to find some winners. We don't take off days in the in house knee house. <laughs> no, we did no no days off. Quick question before we get on the slate. I know you're a candy guy. Are you a soda guy? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I drink a lot of soda. I mean, Dan Bach, you don't hear him making fun of me. No one <laughs> likes Mountain Dew more than Big T. What's your soda rankings like? What's your what's your what's your top three there soda rankings? Top three. I mean, it, it all depends. I go through phases. Like it'll be Mountain Dew for a while. Definitely Coke over Pepsi. But I like I like that Sprite Zero. Actually, I don't know why I like Sprite Zero better than Sprite, especially mixing it with the like. I got a, a big. You can't see it behind the thing, but a big old bottle of. Uh, what is it called? Let's see. I can't see it, of course, but some big bourbon. I like getting that bourbon in there with the, that Sprite Zero. It's it's real tasty. Brings tasty. winners too. When you get that good mixture in there, oh yeah, for sure. That oh, night. for sure. What what about the niche drinks like the little grape soda or the orange soda? You you into those things? I'm not. I'm not not super in. I, I do like the the IBC cream soda in the bottle. Oh, yeah. That's a little niche, soda. but oh yeah. Cream soda is the good stuff. I drink all that stuff, but I, I don't buy it a ton. Yeah, fair enough. You got me a little soda water today. I'm not a big, not a big soda guy, but I gotta give me a little shot. You gotta today, get it so. in the mixture though when you get it going. Yeah, you gotta get it. You gotta get it, man. But you know, hey, we're digressing. We're we're all we're off we're off topic here. We, I mean, we, get... we we have like 20 <laughs> extra minutes when we're not doing body parts. So I know we do have we do have a lot of time here. I will remember, guys, we are gonna have a lot of time because we fly through these games. So uh, if you have questions, save them up near the end of the show. I'll answer some questions for you. So uh, let's get on into it, man. Let's get on into it. We got uh, – if you're following along on my screen, I'm, I got the NBA lineups page from RG up. Uh, I got the Yahoo salaries up. 
you know, this gives us all we need. We get some ownership pro- projections here. We've got some uh, real life projections, and our projections here at RG are quickly becoming some of the best in the business. It's right there, neck and neck, with some of the best sites out there. So that's a good thing. And I'll flip back and forth between this and the lineup HQ. So, like I said, we're going to go game by game here, basically. Let's kick it off here. We've got two early games here, two six o'clock games, and then we take an, or three six o'clock games, then we take an hour break, and then we start the next wave of games. So, that's a little bit unique tonight. But the first game on the board here, Indiana at Detroit. Uh, looks like a, a 211 and a half total, so not a huge total. But uh, let's, let's crank it up on the injury side here. Let me, let me take a look at my, my little trusty cheat sheet. Uh, for Indiana, I'm not seeing anything major. And, of course, for uh, Detroit, I'm seeing Morris. I guess that's Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris. He's a game-time decision. I don't think that does anything special so injury is not a big factor here talk to me about indiana yeah so indiana detroit it's one of the lower totals uh, on the slate the indiana side when they got at full strength like they they are pretty much at full strength right now look looking at their roster they don't have a ton of value and we always talk about this on the friday shows with the huge slates it's different than normal like four, five, six game slates that we get during the week sometimes. And I don't know, I just, especially the early games where you're going to have more news later, late in the night. I, I, I tend to stay away from these games unless there's a ton of value. Like we're going to, we're, we'll get to Cleveland in a minute where they, they got some injuries going on and stuff. But this game, for example, Indiana, I mean, you got Sabonis, Brogdon, these guys are priced up where, there just isn't a ton of value there, and they're going against a, a couple bigs where it's not going to be super easy in there. I don't know. It's just one of those games I don't like as much. Some people will play Brogdon on, like, DraftKings where he is a little cheaper. I mean, he's like 7300 on DraftKings, but I still don't love it. Like, he's one of those guys I think he'll get somewhere around 40 fantasy points, which is fine, and in cash games maybe that's okay, but – I just don't see the upside as you would get, especially on an injury slate. Like, we're going to get injury news probably while we're on air that is going to shake the whole slate. So, there's just no reason to force in guys that are going to get 40 at 7,300. So, Indiana's a pass for me. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Sabonis, like you said, Sabonis and Brogdon, they're good players. They're interesting fantasy players. They're priced up, though. You don't, you know. You're sitting there in your roster and you got one spot left at shooting guard or what or point guard or whatever Brogdon's eligible at on your side and you got that much money left. I don't hate him. I would I'd play him, but I'm not going out of my way to force him in like that. That's said. a perfect example too. I like that. I I use that a ton. Like you wouldn't play him, but if you get to the last spot and Brogdon fits perfect, perfect play. Sure. Detroit side, again, doesn't look like we have any major injuries to help us out there. You always love a little Andre when there's no Blake around, or you like Blake when there's no Andre around. But when everybody's here and they're healthy, and we're both those guys are the main guys. When they're healthy, it's tough to find any big time value there. So anything for Detroit stand out to you? Detroit is maybe the easiest team of anyone in in basketball almost to project, just because when everyone's in there, you only have the two guys, Drummond and Blake. They're both playable. Uh, again, it's kind of like the two Indiana guys that I said were kind of playable. Like, I don't mind Drummond. Indiana gives up a ton of rebounds to people, so Drummond and Blake could have big games. They're both fine. Like, Blake Griffin, I don't mind him at all. He's pretty cheap on DraftKings. 
I don't like him as much on us uh, on the other sites where he's a little more expensive. But and then you got Drummond. Drummond's always got sixty point upside, twenty twenty upside. But again, it's the first game. We're gonna see a ton of value open up at some point here. I think. I don't need him. If I get to the end and he fits, I'm okay with it. I think he gets you somewhere around 50 fantasy points, but I don't know if that's enough tonight. Yeah, I'm with that. You know, I think you you could you could play Andre. You could even play Blake. I'm not as high on Blake. He seems kind of like capped out right about now, but you could play him, but I'm definitely not going out of my way to play him. So I get it. That's where we're at with those those two teams. We can move on from there. Let's move it. Brooklyn against Charlotte. Next game on the board, 218.5 total. This is the spot where earlier in the show, Dean would have gone down this big list of guys talking about, and Kevin Durant's out tonight, and Kyrie Irving's out tonight. Well, we know this, Dean. They've been out for weeks and months and months. We don't, we don't need to rehash that. So we know what's going on here. Other than that, though, there's not – you know, they're, they're relatively healthy on the rest of the part, so we're not really – there's no injuries you here. Knicks news that just, that just – I think it just broke that Mike Miller's going to coach the Knicks now. Is he the interim? Yeah. I know, Mike, I knew that, Mikey Miller from Florida that played all these years. In the, I love that guy. I knew they fired Fizdell earlier. I didn't see Miller replaced him. I mean, he's a young guy, so maybe, maybe – I like him, but, man, he a head coach? Even though it's interim? Uh, who knows? Maybe he's one of them – Maybe he's one of real smart guys behind the scenes, and we don't even know it. So we'll, I like it. I mean, can't, give it, can't give be it much stamp. worse. Can't be much worse for that franchise, though. So yeah, we'll give him a shot. But uh, Brooklyn, Charlotte, you know, we know the injuries here. We played with them for weeks now with no Kyrie. We know what's going to happen there. Everybody's priced accordingly. So with those prices being the way they are on the Brooklyn side, anybody you can put on your roster tonight. Yeah, so I, I, Charlotte's always a team that you like to pick on. Brooklyn's got pretty big total sitting at 111. Charlotte just doesn't play much defense. But, again, I'm going to keep saying this throughout, but you get, you're going to have some value on this slate, I assume, where you got a bunch of things open up. I don't need to force these guys that are accurately priced. I mean, everything in DFS NBA is about price, and there's just guys that open up. You have to play minutes equals money, as everyone says. And all these guys are priced pretty fair. Like, I like Dan Witty. He is he, – he's, what, 8500 on FanDuel, 8200 for DraftKings. He is 15K on Fantasy Draft. So, he's priced up, though. I, I think he's a good play. I think he gets you a good number tonight. The, the spot's good. You got Torian Prince. You got Joe Harris. You got Jared, Jared Allen should do good. But their price isn't sticking out by any means, like not even close to sticking out. So, again, I don't, I don't like a ton in this game. Yeah, on that Brooklyn side, I'm with you. I think, I think you could play Dinwiddie. I think you could play Allen. Some the other night, some optimizers were popping on Prince, Torian Prince. I'm not a huge Torian Prince guy, but I guess you could play him if that's what you know. That's what floats your boat. On the Charlotte side, man, whew, it's even rougher over there, man. There's a it's a a rough a rough a rough a rough team to kind of project. Sometimes Terry Rozier disappears. Sometimes he does well. Devontae Graham's been really good. PJ Washington's that's your boy from Kentucky. Started off hot this year. Eh, you know, he's been okay lately, but I don't know, man. Fantasy purposes, this is a tough team because Graham is the is the number one guy, but he's he's priced accordingly thirty bucks on Yahoo. That's a pretty big number. So, what do you think about Charlotte? 
I got to say it first. That, that was the wrong Mike Miller the chat just confirmed. <laughs> like, I was wondering. I didn't think he could get an NBA job. I guess it's some player development, <laughs> Mike Miller. Because Oh, well, how many others oh, a ton of Mike Miller? <laughs> I mean, but I knew that Mike Miller was a coach. I guess he's a coach on Penny Hardaway's staff at Memphis. So I <laughs> that makes more sense, though, because – I'm a Mike Miller fan, that Mike Miller. There's no way that man should be coaching an NBA team right now, though. So, makes a lot more sense. Also, yeah, like you said, I mean, I don't know. Like, you, this could be a type of game, too. We could go with, like, a game stack if you wanted to play it or something, right? Like, I don't like it as much just for individual pieces. But you got Brooklyn – both these teams get up in pace. Neither one plays great defense. You could see some of these guys paying off at low ownership, but it just it doesn't stick out. Yeah, fair enough. I'm with you there. There's good players in this game. You can play them, but there's nobody I'm running out to put on my roster first and foremost. How many How many years is Devontae – is this his third year, Devontae Graham? Yeah, man, it might be only his second year. I don't, I'm not sure. Because he, he was good in college, and then he didn't look like he was going to be a good NBA guy, and he just has – he's been incredible this year. So uh wonder what happened to him because, yeah, you're right. He did turn it around this year pretty quick. I'm sure somebody in chat knows what happened, so maybe they get on it and, and let us know what happened. But he's a good player. He's priced accordingly, though. You can roster him if that's, if that's where your bill takes you, but I'm not putting him on in my top four or five picks, so he's not a priority for me. Next game on the board, the third early game, and then we get that little one-hour break. So interesting setup when it happens like that. You could fade those three early games and just sit around and wait for news, man. And if news does happen, you're so far ahead of the guys who tried to jam in games early. So it's going to be interesting from that perspective. But Orlando, Cleveland's next on the board. Orlando, we know – let's start off with the Orlando side. Yeah, Vooch is still out. Aminu's still out. What can we do with Orlando side? So Orlando, Orlando might be one of the hard, hardest teams to project for me. They've been kind of popping the, the last couple of games just because of injuries where, and they've had good matchups where we've had to play a few of these guys. Tonight, like you said, you still got Booch out, obviously. It's an interesting spot, too, because we've already seen Kevin Love's out. I'm pretty sure we saw Tristan is questionable. He could sit out, too. I think he's going to play. Did they say that he's now probable? So he's probably going to play. So I don't know. Like, as long as Tristan plays, I think it's a little tougher a matchup. But you got like Jonathan Isaac is priced pretty low. We talked about how price matters so much. He's only 6,400 on on, uh, DraftKings. Let's see. He is, he's 30 on Yahoo. 75 on FanDuel. Those prices aren't as good, but 64 yeah. on, on DraftKings. Any more, too. Like, I feel like you need to look at each site in particular because the pricing is just so different that <laughs> Isaac could be a great play on DK and just a terrible play on another site. So, I don't know. I, I don't love the I don't love the Orlando side, but Cleveland is definitely going to have some value, though, with, with Kevin Love and all that usage out. Nance yeah. always seems to crush when Love is out. What do you think of this Cleveland side? Yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is is Kevin Love's out tonight? So there's our first big piece here in these early games. That usually opens it up for a, uh, like you said, Larry, Larry Nance has always been really good when he gets minutes fantasy wise. I don't know if he's a good real life player. I don't follow that good, but 
I know fantasy-wise, when he gets minutes, he usually puts up big points. It's not a great matchup for him, but he's the first guy I think you got to look at with Kevin Love out of this game. And then you, and then you can look at Tristan Thompson, who been, sometimes he's pretty good. I think the I think that front court is where I'm sticking with Cleveland. Just not a huge fan of their back court right now. What do you think about him? Yeah, I, I love I love Nance. Tristan, man, Tristan, you want to talk about pricing being different? Like he's seventy four hundred on Fanduel, but he's twenty six on Yahoo. He is only sixty three hundred on on DK. So on the sites where he's cheaper, I think he's a really good play. Like you don't have a lot of a, a lot of front court guys for Orlando. He should be able to eat on the glass. We always think of these teams like Orlando is really good on defense, slow. But that's when they're at full strength. They're, they're not quite at full strength. They got some of these backups in there where it's not not quite as – I mean, Mo Bamba is not good. Like, he, he sucks a little bit. So, <laughs> I think there's some room. And I don't – I'm guessing John Henson came back the other night. How many minutes did he play? He played, oh, yeah, he did. He sure did. 14 minutes the other night. I don't know – a ton about what his minutes limit is tonight, but with Love out, if he played 14 minutes the other night, even if we give him 17 minutes, 18 minutes, he's only 3K on DraftKings. I love these guys like that that are 3K that can block shots, that can do a bunch of the dirty work, that don't need points when they're minimum. And I think Henson, if somehow Tristan is – why was he going to sit out anyways, do we know? What was the – uh, yo, he was, uh, I don't know. Well, let me look here. He says, it says, oh, he was ill, but he says he's probable. He's playing. It says he's playing. So I'm not, I'm not going to go against that. I think he's playing for sure. Even if he's like remotely, like he's, he, yeah. I mean, he's on a crappy team anyways. The report came yeah. out today. These guys don't like playing for beeline. Really? Who knows what happened? <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Yeah, there's some report they don't like. He's coaching like a college team or well, something. He, he is like about that. a 70 year old college head coach. I don't know what you expected yeah, when you, you hired him. Get? <laughs> you hired the guy. I mean, it is. Yeah, the what guy's it is. coached freaking coach college basketball for 65 years. <laughs> He's not going to suddenly change. But yeah, I mean, okay. So yeah, I thought you brought up some good points, man. Number one is yeah, I forgot all about John Henson coming back the other night. Boy, you get on a side like FanDuel where that rewards those blocks at three three points each. Man, he can get on he can get on a roll with blocks, and he can he can cover you. I bet he's min price over there. I just got it the ten dollars pulled up on Yahoo, so I know he's dirt minimum. He's thirty six on FanDuel too, and he's power forward, which is nice. Like if oh, he was center, yeah. yeah, it would suck way worse if he was center, obviously. But power uh, yeah. forward, I. Yeah, that's tasty. I think he's in play. If he got 14 the other night and now we don't have Kevin Love, he can get 20 tonight and he can get 20 minutes and, boy, he can rack up the block. So that's an interesting point right there. So, yeah, there's there's something right there. That That's one thing to look at right there. And he, I'm on. sure the ownership will come up, but, I mean, he's projected oh. under 1%. Yeah, like, nobody's going to play him. That's just – I like that play a ton. I need to research – like, Mangone, I know you're watching – you're always up on these minutes. What kind of minutes are we getting from our boy uh, Henson tonight? Mangone, we got a job for you. We How's Mangone some... not on this show with us? We should have Mangone on here. Mangone, not... when Dean Bell's like this and it's Friday and uh, and it's all this all this going on, he, we need a three man booth. We did we did yeah. need Mangone here. This is Dan Bach, man. Next time Dean Bell, 
Get us a three-man booth here. If not Dean, then get us man going. He's, and he can do nothing but sit there and follow minutes and injuries for us and just and alert us when it happens. He doesn't even have to give no analysis. Just sit there. Earn an easy paycheck, man. Next game on the board. Uh, Minnesota at Oklahoma City at 219.5 total here, traveling to Oklahoma City. Uh, looking at the Minnesota side. Now, I don't know if we got any definitive word yet. Last I heard. Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins' game-time decisions. I don't know if they're probable, questionable, or how that status is, but that's a big one right there for Minnesota. That, that could be a slate changer right there if one or both of those guys sits out tonight, right? NBA, that's why it's so funny when people go crazy researching early in the day and, and just go nuts because everything could swing literally with one one piece of info. Like, say Cat sits tonight or say Wiggins sits. I mean, the whole, the whole slate swings just like that. And, I mean, you really can't do it. You're just wasting your time. Sure, if you research it early in the day and nobody ends up out, then you end up ahead of the game. But with projections as good as they are these days, you can always adjust on the fly and come up with some things at the last second. Whereas, say say a few of these guys, say they both sit for some reason. Just It's not happening. But if they both sit, Cat and Wiggins, you have to play five Minnesota guys. Yeah. Four Minnesota guys. And the whole – like all your research was wasted. You wasted literally all that time all day. <laughs> you wasted well, your whole day, you idiots. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what guys, are you doing? I researched 93 hours this week. And, like, come on, people. First go, take a, go take a walk. A walk on the beach or something, man. Have some fun. and Get some sunshine, man. You don't need to research all that. We're, but you're right. It's This is not – this is so much different than other sports where – if we get two big guns out like that, I'll play four or five Minnesota guys. They're, they don't – it doesn't take away from each other. Like, I'm not going to – I typically don't play like four or five guys from the same offense in football. That's, that doesn't feel very good. That doesn't feel right. But basketball, man, if we're going to get all those minutes and all of those shot attempts from the same five guys, I'll play them all. And I'll bet I'll and – and, and we'll light it up in cash. So, as of right now, we don't know what the status is, though. So, let's just treat it as if they're both – questionable but in is there anybody that stands out for you if they're both in this lineup tonight yeah so I mean it just it sounds redundant because I keep saying it but uh, these guys are priced accurate like I can never play Wiggins at these price points where let's pull up all his price again he's 7500 DraftKings 8k Fandle 33 Yahoo 13.5 fantasy draft like he's just priced accurately I would never play him Anytime, especially against a team like OKC that has some defenders, but everything swings if someone's out like Cat. So this, this, I'm just in a holding pattern. The good thing is a lot of these games start at 8 o'clock in that range. I mean, how many 8 o'clocks do we got? Two, four, one at 8.30, two at 8.30. Basically, you got all six games eight eight thirty. So you're going to get a lot of the news at the same time. Which is why I think there's a big edge, as always, to, to kind of backloading things. Not It's the only thing I agree with Dean in the world on. You just get so much edge by not playing early, guys, unless they're just clearly great plays. Because if you do and you play a bunch of early guys and you lock in those positions and then some big news hits like Cats out, you're basically going to be drawing dead on the night because there's just too much value that – you didn't play. So I, I don't know. Like, I just like to wait. You can always get the same plays later on. That's kind of how this game is. 
if there's no news that hits, I'm definitely not playing any of these Minnesota guys. Yeah, unless you're on FanDuel and they don't let you late swap, then you can do whatever you want. Which is why I like. That's why I know everyone hates not having late swap, but I like it because you actually have to build your teams, and then it's just over. Sure, you have the guys get scratched here and there, but it happens the other way too, and you end up winning. We we can yeah. have a discussion it feels a lot better if you if you got to go out and watch a and watch if you have to go watch out with brother's game tonight yes, right. while you're going out to a little sporting event tonight or you're going to go yeah. do whatever it feels a lot better to have your lineups locked and loaded and nobody can swap on you if you can't swap yourself that's that those are the nights you play a little heavier on FanDuel and otherwise you play on DraftKings or Yahoo not a big deal. I like a little variety. So Oklahoma City. What, what happens if I'm at his game tonight and all of a sudden the cat news drops? Like, oh, what, 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 what game is it? What, what kind of game is? It? What are we watching here? The hoop, the hoopies. He plays some night for him. Okay, so he's up there. You know, games on the line. Last minute of the game, he's got the. They, they let him have the rock in his hands. He's bringing it up court, and all of a sudden, you see cat scratched. Yeah. Oh shit! I got to do my lineups. I can't. I can't watch my boy bring the ball up the court and make the game <laughs> sink the, the game winner. I got to make some late swap. That's terrible, man. You can't. Do I can that. talk about this forever because I don't think casual people realize either just how much edge is against them. With late swap, you got all these people like Awesome Mo and all these guys that jam 150, 150 teams that when they see that news, their their computers just start going crazy and they just automatically shoot all the new projections in with all the new teams. And all of a sudden, you got to beat 150 teams times all these guys that have all the updated news and they're updating it every single night, even if it's a guy like. A lesser-known guy like Schroeder is out. All of a sudden, it boosts some other guy. Like they're they're factoring it all in. Whereas casual players are just just paying attention to the cats and the, and the huge news, and still maybe not even swapping. So I, I hate late swap, but that's a whole different story. Different story. Let's let's see. What is I mean, we don't have any injuries here for Oklahoma City. Is there? I mean, everybody seems to be priced perfectly fine. Is there anybody that stands out for you on that side of the ball? So, OKC, <laughs> probably the most tilting player all season to me has been this Shea because <laughs> everyone these days looks at projections like we talk about on RG, other sites, whatever you use. You use proje- You should use projections in NBA. Like, if you're not, you're probably drawing dead anyways. And Shea has been projected good basically all season. Always pops. He's always too cheap. He always looks good as far as projection plays. He's always going to pop. And he just never gets there. I think he's just he, – he fools the algorithm somehow where they think he's better than he is. He's a good player, but he's young. He can't shoot. And again tonight, he pops as one of the best values in a lot of these. I mean, we got him projected well over 30 points. He's like 6K on the sites. He's – what is he on Yahoo? 23 on Yahoo, which is a good price. But he's just not – I don't know. He's not He's not that good. And now he's going to go against a guy like Wiggins, who's a pretty good defender. I don't, I don't love – I don't love anything on this OKC side. Fair enough. We'll move on. Next game, next game is kind of interesting. Washington at Miami at 231 and a half. First of all, these Washington over-unders – Crazy man, they have. I think last night or the night before, they were playing another tough defensive team. Oh, Philadelphia, like a two thirty-five total, and they actually beat Philly heads up. I think. I think yeah, they beat them. Yeah. Heads. 
tonight. Miami is a tough defensive team, another 231 and a half. So you know what kind of ball Washington's playing. I want to start off on the Miami side because it's a little bit easier. Uh, Dragic is out again. Other than that, uh, there's no big name. I guess uh, Winslow's a game-time decision. I haven't seen any news on him, but I don't even know what to expect there. But Miami side, what do you, anything that stands out to you? So, NBA, I mean, anyone that's listened to me knows I just – I really narrow my player pool, really pound the injuries, really just pound the best plays and, and try to get conservative or try to get overweight on a few spots that are maybe lower owned. But this is one of the games, I mean – it's just so much better than the other spots that even if Miami blows them out, which the spread's only nine, they could easily blow them out. Don't get me wrong. You just talked about it. Washington last night, tough game. They pulled the upset. They're not a good team. They come back with a short rotation in Miami. I'm sure they visited some nice establishments last night when they got in town, had a little fun. The experiment? A few, few experiments going on down on South Beach. So. Uh, yeah, I, I'm worried about a blowout. But that being said, the matchup is so good. Miami's projected 120 points. If they do blow them out, they're going to score a ton. Their rotation isn't super big either. I mean, you look, even with Winslow in there, they just don't have that many bodies. And you got guys that are super cheap, none, hero. Jimmy Butler's been incredible all week. He's one of the best plays of the night. Bam going against a team that has no bigs whatsoever. You can tweet out later tonight, bam, bam, go ham, ham. That's always fun. (laughs) I I mean, this game's just so good. You need to wait for all the news just to make sure who's in and out. But, I mean, like on FanDuel, for example, I think you can play five or six guys from this game. All right, let's talk about the Washington. I mean, yeah, you hit on the Miami. That's pretty That's pretty where it's at. Butler's been a stud. Pam's a stud all year long. Uh, you can play these guys. Washington side's where we're getting some injuries tonight. Thomas Bryant's going to be out for a few weeks, so we got that going for us. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is out tonight. So we got we got the Isaiah Thomas opening up a lot of minutes for somebody. And, of course, we know John Ball's been out for a while since last year. Won't be coming back anytime soon. So we're going to get a lot of Ish, Ish Smith minutes tonight. He sucks, but he's going to get minutes. You never know what to do with that. Uh, last night, but I'll tell you what, the projections last night, everybody wanted to shove Mo Wagner in the optimal lineup, man. <laughs> and it was crazy. And I guess he's – I don't know if he's popping again tonight. I haven't looked at it. But it was Rui. Rui, your boy from Gonzaga, is, is, is the one who uh, took it to him last night. So what are we doing with Washington, man? There's a lot of pieces here for cheap that we can play. Yeah, so this is just the, the slam dunk where you just play them. And even if they get blown out, I think they still get there outside of Beal. If they get blown out, Beal probably doesn't get there. But the thing is, he's going to play 40 minutes if it stays close. He's going to smash if it stays close. I, I don't like – you just have to play bare minimum three of these guys. I think you can play upwards of five of them. They only got, what, two, four, six – like nine guys, and that's counting sh- the Admiral and this Chioza. Is that that's the dude from Florida, I think, too? Bonga. So three of their nine guys just totally suck. So I mean, you're you're just talking about this is what we dream of in NBA. Play four or five of these guys, you're gonna make money tonight. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not giving the Dean stamp of approval. If you lose, I'm covering it, but. 
trust me, I'm playing four or five of these guys. I'm playing one or two Miami guys, and I'm just going to figure it out after that. As long as the big news doesn't hit like Cat or someone out, then maybe that shifts things a little bit. But uh, like Bradley Beal is way too cheap. Mo Wagner, who struggled last night, he's going to bounce back tonight and crush. Ish, they didn't change his price. I mean, the stuff was out before before Isaiah was out and he had a good game. I mean, Ish Smith is 3,600 on DraftKings. He's 4,300 on FanDuel. He is – what is he on Yahoo? He's 10 bucks on Yahoo. Like, you just can't fade that. I don't care. If he's 90% owned, you can't fade it. Just punish the 10% that yeah. you, you just don't – you can't fade it. And Rui's too cheap. Bertans is – they're just all too cheap. So, I mean, it's just the easiest spot of the night. You, any any concern for you that uh, Jimmy Butler and his defense could just totally lock down Bradley Bradley Beal? So with with Jimmy Butler, I always say this, but I think he gets up for big games and he kind of coasts. Like this is not one. Of, this is not a big game for him. It's not a big game for Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, it's a Friday night. Jimmy loves to party. He's probably going out to the oh yeah later tonight. Jimmy. I, I could I could see Jimmy and Beal kind of giving each other some buckets. Hey, let's go hang out later tonight, pick up some ladies. I mean, I <laughs> I think – I don't worry about Jimmy's D in games like this. Fair enough. That, that sounds good to me. I, I'm with you, though. We A lot of minutes to go around. You, you stuff a bunch of these guys on your – when you get a team like this, you just stuff a bunch of guys on your roster. It's, it's hard for them not to pay off at some it's point. It's got 62% right now in the projections. Like, uh, he should even be higher, though. I mean, it's just – I don't know how you don't play him. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Next game, same time frame, Denver. Your, your Denver squad traveling to Boston. This is a nice little game right here. But it shows you the difference in the styles of the two teams. The previous game was a 231.5. We're a full 25 points less here. 205.5 for Denver at Boston. Denver's playing some really high-level defense right about now. And Boston's pretty good, too, on the defensive end. So – uh, it's going to be a big game, but uh, let me see. We'll start off with the Denver side, your boys. Doesn't look like there's any major injuries for us tonight. Everybody that's in the rotation should still be there tonight. What do you see from Denver? So you got two two of the better defensive teams in basketball. You got – I mean, Denver just – they are what they are. They're going to play slow. They're going to play pretty good D. They're going to play through the bigs. They just play a, a style that isn't great in fantasy, especially a 10-game slate. I already don't play guys against Boston. I usually don't play guys against Denver. And we got not that many injuries tonight either way. I mean, obviously got like – I mean, of course, Dean would have told us Gordon Hayward's out tonight and stuff like that. But We already knew that, Dean. <laughs> the normal – the norm, the normal thing. I just don't. I don't think you need to play these guys. And again, it's a ten-game slate. We just talked about the Washington game where you can play over half your team in the one game. So you're only going to have two or three even open spots on your roster. And I'm not going to use one of my two or three spots in a Boston Denver <laughs> game where there's no value. There's no nothing pops. So that's why I think NBA is one of my favorites to play is you can just eliminate games like this. It's not like football where any game could shoot out in football and you never know when, when it's just going to snowball and a bunch of points are scored and that game breaks the slate. I don't think Denver Boston on a, on a 10 game slate, unless it goes like three overtimes is ever breaking a slate ever. 
Fair enough. So Boston is healthy. There's nothing, you know, there's no money savings there. So I'm with you on that one. We can just kind of gloss over it. It's not, not, a, not a big game. If, if you fall on one of these really good players on your, at the, on your last couple spots, fine. So be it. But definitely don't go out of your way to put them in. Next game on the board, yeah, a little bit better. Again. Golden State at Chicago, 214 total. Golden State side, they're getting some guys back and healthy now. That, that, that may be a problem for us because everybody kind of was priced down. Now they're priced back up, and now we get healthy. We're this is the spot earlier in the show where D would have said, hey, Steph Curry, he's got the fish. Steph Curry's not playing. We know Steph Curry's not playing. D. Come on, man. We know this. But D'Angelo Russell's back. Draymond Green's probably back again tonight. Uh, so I don't know, man. What can we do with them? They're all, the, all the value guys are dried up now. Yeah, Golden State might honestly be the worst team you can play right now because all the guys that were did good while they were out are priced up now. Like, no one's cheap. You look at the whole team. Like, basically the whole team should be like 1 or 2K cheaper than they are. And it's not even sure, – sure, the Bulls is a decent matchup, but it's not something you're like overly excited about when you got Golden State. They're going to play – Two, four, six, eight. Like eleven guys are are projected minutes tonight. How many times is Gucci going to say Jokic needs to lose weight? Like, is he just gonna keep <laughs> typing it? How many times is he going to type it, Gucci? Like uh, seventeen times. The more he types it, the more he loses weight because that's just the thing, man. You know, right. is there a bigger fish in the chat than Gucci? <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I don't. I mean, he he's a big time fish, but. Cool, yeah. So Chicago, I don't, I don't see a ton there either. Because Golden State, even though we don't like it, they got a bunch of dudes that are going to play hard and, and battle. I mean, you could play Wendell Carter or Levine, but again, back to the same, back to the same thing we were talking about earlier. These guys are just priced accurately, so I don't see a whole lot here. I know I'm boring when, when people keep – they're like, he, he's not playing anyone, but it's easy. Don't, don't force these guys in and just oh, play. There's, there, you, there's, no, there's no reason to force any of these. We haven't had to force anybody in yet. We, we, you know, we'll say the same things. When I'm doing my research, if the prices fit, then they're just okay plays. They're all right. I don't mind them, but, you know, I, I'm not jumping to get them. I'm looking for some value out here. And so far, we haven't had a ton of it. We have had some. The Chicago side, what you got you over there? See, you see this guy in chat now? He said, Dean thinks he's on vacation. It's really us on vacation this past week. Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's I like that post. That is a good one. All right. I mean, can Freaking you imagine how happy you'd be on a Friday if you tuned in at, at 3.20 Hawaii time or 9.20 a.m. like Brazil time? expecting to see Dean giving body parts and you see Big T and Chop on here talking about beverages and other like, that's a dream come true for these people, except Gucci. Like Gucci, he's mad at his mom about the, the food and stuff. Oh, that's not right, man. You can't, don't talk about that man's mama, man. Come on now. We don't know. <laughs> that's not right. But listen, uh, we haven't said, we haven't stepped our foot down on some definitive plays yet because they're just not there as of right now. I mean, if I've, if I've seen a definitive Right now, the best thing I've seen might be John Henson just popping out out of nowhere as a min value guy who could maybe get you some. Otherwise, these other guys, there's nothing there yet. So we'll keep track. We'll keep trucking here and see what we can find. Chicago, real fast against Golden. It's a terrible defensive team for Golden State. Chicago has some good players. Anybody you want to play from that side? 
So it's kind of the a lot of these teams that we've talked about, like I'm just only leaving like the two players in my player pool. Like I basically eliminated everyone except Wendell Carter. I'll play a little and Levine I'll play a little, but the rest of them, I'm just Xing them out to be honest. And if if news hits and someone's out, like later tonight Levine gets ruled out or something, you can always circle back and make your changes. As long as you're not at a basketball game or something, you can circle back and, and make some changes. But for now, Wendell and Levine, but definitely not like must plays by any means. Next game on the board, the Clippers and Milwaukee, a really good real-life game. I don't know if it's as good fantasy-wise, uh, just because everybody seems to be healthy now for both teams. It is a 232.5 total, so that's a big number. That's actually surprisingly big, considering L.A. Clippers have a good defense, have some good individual defenders, and Milwaukee can play a little defense too every once in a while, so the Clipper side, no big injuries. Everybody's everybody's in there tonight. Kawhi, Paul George, and of course all the role players. Is anybody standing out for you? Yeah. So the, the Clippers are another team. When they're at full strength, they're just so deep and good that it, they're tough to. So you got Kawhi and Paul George obviously at the top. They're both. They feel like they're priced cheap when you just look at it because we're used to them being the star by themselves. All year I'm going to treat them, though, on full slates. Like, if one of them's out, I'll probably play the other one maybe. But if they're both in, I think I'm just going to fade almost every slate, especially against a team like Milwaukee where they're they're solid. I mean, they're on a huge win streak. It's in Milwaukee. It's going to be a statement game for Milwaukee too. I mean, everyone right now pretty much knows. It's the Clippers and the Lakers in the West. It's Milwaukee and Philly in the East clearly the best team so they want to make a statement on a friday night i don't is this, this is probably the espn game i'm guessing i, I didn't even look but Boy, I, it, I would imagine i don't know it's 7 30 is kind of late for the first espn game it might not be but either way they're gonna they're gonna make a statement I, I don't know though i think i'd rather just go to the milwaukee side like i'm not a huge Giannis guy but if he gets the minutes, I mean, lately he's been getting in all these blowouts where he doesn't get any minutes. He's playing like 25 minutes a night, it feels like. If he gets in a close game and plays into the 30s, like we got him projected right now at 34 minutes, it looks like. If he plays 34 minutes, I don't care who he's playing against. He's going to get you in the 60s, which is what you need. I mean, we're going to have value – tons of value on this slate with a bunch of the guys we already talked about. He he has to be the top star of the night for me, just because I think the game's going to stay close no matter what. I don't see either one of these teams blowing the other out. I'm actually shocked that Milwaukee, they're favored by four and a half right now. Ooh, that's a big number. And I'm with you. That feels crazy to me. I don't see a blowout here either one way or another. I just don't see it so – I'm with you on that one. The Clipper side, yeah, like you said, everybody's there. Not easy, not an easy place to stand out. And on the Milwaukee side, Giannis does look like, you know, probably the top overall player tonight, just in terms of pure points. And we'll see if you can fit him on there. It'll be super easy, super easy if we get the big news of a Cat or a Wiggins being out. Otherwise, we can still make it work. We've talked about guys. Uh Markeith Morris is out tonight, according to RG. I don't know if that's that switches anything for you. Markeith, I don't even know who he plays for these days. Who's Markeith play for? <laughs> Markeith freaking sucks. Like I, I don't care who he plays for. Like he, 
Mark, how Mar- Marcus Morris is like way better than Markeith. I thought Markeith used to be better back in the day. I don't, I don't know how they, they maybe they just switched places and no maybe one, they, maybe it's the same guy still good. We just, we just got the name. <laughs> they just switched cities. Like, wouldn't you do that if you're twins? Like every once in a while, just switch cities. Like if one of you was in a good place, the other one was in a bad, just, just switch it up. No one would ever know. There's a lot – because those guys are not just twins. They're, like, identical. To, like, oh, yeah. they're same tattoos in the same places and all kinds of crazy stuff. There's so many good things you can do with that, man. That, that's I guarantee that's, they've already done that. Oh, that's – Down on South Beach in those establishments. Oh, buddy. Let's do it. Eight, uh, 8.30 game, 8.30 Eastern time. Sacramento at San Antonio, 216 total here. Cool. Let's see what we got for injuries. Nothing for San Antonio, for Sacramento, the same old, same old. Actually, it looks like Bogdanovich and Corey Joseph for game time decisions. I don't know if that amounts to anything, but start off with the Sacramento side at San Antonio. San Antonio team that doesn't play a whole lot of defense these days. What you got? Yeah, so San Antonio, I don't know what happened and why they're so bad on defense, but all season long, man, they have just – They've got carved on D. We just saw the other night with Bogdan out. Buddy turned into one of the best plays on the slate. Guys like Bielisa get super sneaky because they need scoring. Like, you look at their roster when they got Bogdan, Fox, Bagley all out. They need scoring. Like, you're not going to get scoring from Ariza and Joseph and Holmes. Even Harry Barnes, friggin', he, he can't score anymore, so – the scoring has to come from somewhere, and I think Sacramento is one of the, the sneakier teams of the night because of that. You just said it. San Antonio hasn't played D all year. You got a pretty high total. I mean, they're projected somewhere around like 220 tonight, and someone's got a score. Buddy is priced up, which isn't the best, but he, he's got like 60-point upside when he goes. We've seen games where he just gets blazing hot. And I wouldn't be surprised if if this is one of the nights. And Bielisa's priced up, but this is a good matchup for him. San Antonio doesn't defend. They got all these big dudes, too, that don't really want to go out and guard a guy that shoots from 30 feet. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like this. Even Corey Joseph, if these guys are out, I think is a decent spot. He – he was a Spurs guy for a while, right? Like he's a he, he's got a little revenge in his eyes. Revenge game for Corey Joseph tonight. I mean, yeah, he's it's lucky for him it's a revenge game. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have that guy in my player pool. He's so he, bad. He does suck, but it is a revenge game, so you got to keep him just at least entertain the idea of maybe playing him. He's really yeah, good. See, seller. we got to talk about this real quick. The, the ice maker said, "Did Big T ever help you fill the scroll wheel on your mouth?" <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Ice Maker. We we did that before the show. Now I'm feel I'm scrolling easy now, man. I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling down the way it should go. I feel good about my scroll now. This is, this is going to send me into my weekend really, really on a high note. I'm, I'm super stoked. So yeah, he did give me before the show. He did help me out. So I owe him one at the. How's that Mac point. treating you? That thing's top notch, isn't it? It's getting better, man. I'm getting more and more used to it every day. So it looks good. Feels. Is that good. your first one? You've never you've never had a Mac before. MacBook, no, but it's just like it's just like a phone. It's just like using your phone practically. It's the same same thing. So it's feeling and you good. You never man. get any noise either. It never overheats. Never never noise. I mean that puppy. That's top notch stuff. Did you get right. the top model with all the, that million dollars sitting in the bank account? 
you didn't get no coupons out now that you're living no that coupons. No coupons, but I did. Did you take the helicopter over to Best Buy to get I it? I did not. I did not. I, but I do got my coupons for Redbox, and I got 75 cents off a movie if I want to watch a little movie at Redbox. Now you got to keep it real, man. But you got to show the kids that money is hard to come by money. It's not easy, man. So you got to still grind away, and you can't, you can't let them get too fat in the head about, about that. So San Antonio side against Sacramento. Looks like Marcus Aldridge is back tonight. DeMar's in there. Rudy Gay. What can we do? Man, I freaking – I just hate the Spurs. I, I don't – I never play guys from the Spurs. If there's people out, then maybe. I'll tell you what, though. Sacramento's a team. I remember a few years back, like when Clay lit them up for 40, we always talked about shooting guards against the Sacramento. I don't follow that near as much as other people. Some people are all about the player versus position and all that crap. But one thing I know is Sacramento's been getting just destroyed again by shooting guards. C.J. McCollum again the other night went just absolutely ham on them, which means, I don't know, like a lot of people might not follow stuff like that. A guy like DeRozan could be sneaky tonight. I don't know. Like his price isn't that high. He's not that great of a play, but this is a, this is an example of a guy I think you can play with all your chalk guys. Like you jam that good game we talked about, and you got to find one lower owned guy. Like we got DeRozan at seven percent right now. I don't even like DeRozan to be honest. Like I hate his game. I hate how he plays. I hate the Spurs. But the matchup against the Kings, who just got served by C.J. McCollum. If C.J. McCollum can go off with Dame and Mello out there chucking too, you know that they, they freaking suck against shooting guards. I can see DeRozan have a sneaky big game tonight. There's nothing wrong with DeRozan, you know. Like, he's not a guy. I Trey Lyles call the other day too. Like, do I get a – I mean, the Trey – 1%. Trey Lyles was the guy we needed in that lineup and with, with LaMarcus Aldridge out. That was the guy. I mean, I played a lot of Rudy Gay, and Rudy Gay sat like the last 20 minutes of that game. So How that wasn't – I don't know. The game went to like double overtime too, didn't it? And freaking he still was sitting on the bench the whole time. That was frustrating. But, yeah, Trey, Trey Lyles was the guy. He, good call on that one. So, uh, yeah, you get to take a good victory lap on that one. So I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with DeRozan. Like, He's a perfectly fine play if that's where you fall on. Like you said, man, a totally low-owned guy. Nobody ever owns DeMar DeRozan anymore. Ownership's always low. And he's not going to tank on your team. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't win a GPP with him in your lineup, it's not because he had a bad game and only, and only got you 18 fantasy points. The guy usually brings it in every once in a while. Drops a little 50-burger on some people, and this could be the night. So I'm with that call. So, guys, we got five it minutes. Tonight. It might be tonight. I feel like, you know, somebody's got to score for Santa. It's a 216 total. They got a 110 implied team. Who, who else scores? LMA gets him 25. Who else scores? It's got to be DeMar. I like that call. I don't mind that. We got one more game left. We got five minutes to whip through it. This is the real late night hammer. This is a two hour, two hours later than any other game this one starts. So we got the real one. We got the Lakers traveling to Portland to take on the Trailblazers. Let me pull you up a little total here. Looks like we got a 225 total. Lakers has a slight favorite. Interesting game here because it's in Portland. It kind of keeps it a little bit closer. If this thing was in L.A., I'd have a, I'd have a lot more thoughts of a, a blowout happening here because the Lakers are a pretty good team right now. So 
Lakers side of it, does, I mean, Anthony Davis is, seems like he's always a game-time decision, so he's always a little bit questionable. He's, he's a little bit questionable. Kyle Kuzma's a little bit questionable. I got a feeling they'll play, though. What do you think about the Lakers side? Yeah, the Lakers made a big-time statement the other night. They, they went into Denver, got a big win, and then the next night going to Utah and blow them out. They're dancing on the floor in their socks. I oh, mean, just, man, LeBron. Ronnie. Just flat-out embarrassing the poor team in Utah. The announcers for Utah were just – very sad about what was happening. They were not happy about getting home. But I, the Lakers are just so freaking good, man. But one, the one thing I will say about this matchup, I think the Lakers are strongest inside with teams that need to get inside a little bit. Portland has two guards that can beat them from the outside. Melo likes to play in the mid-range, obviously, as he's been made fun of his whole career. These guys live in the mid-range where I think the Lakers are a little more vulnerable in the mid-range. So – I do think Portland can hang around in this game. I think a guy like Dame Lillard, I keep saying it, but, oh, we got – oh, Winslow is – I mean, who, come on, Mangone. Winslow is qu- still questionable. I mean, we need – don't be interrupting my, my, my rant here. Like, we, don't, we know Winslow is questionable. Waiters is out. Is he still on the gummy bears? Like, come on. I mean. Mangone. We take back that invitation, man. Yeah. We, we don't need this on the show. D-Train, do not send Mangone the invite after that one. That's 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 terrible. But, yeah, I think Dame Lillard is a lot like DeRozan. I don't think anyone's going to play him in the late game. I think the Lakers are super vulnerable to guys like Dame Lillard. I think it's sneaky. And then both LeBron and AD are right there with Giannis. They're just really good plays. I mean, you look at their prices. They're not even that expensive. Even on Fandle, LeBron and AD barely over 10K. AD is 50 on Yahoo, which is a little more expensive on Yahoo. I, I love. I like a little. Th- you can even. I don't usually like to play them together, but I think you can play AD and LeBron and Dame in a little GPP stack where you play all three of them with the values guys in there with them. Sounds good. We got about two minutes left here. I'm, I'm glancing over the RG projections for this game just, just to give the people a little insight on the, on the lineup HQ. Uh, if you had to choose between Davis and LeBron tonight in, in this matchup, which one are you going with? I mean, Mangone. Mangone. Come on, Mangone. If I had to choose, I'm choosing LeBron always just because he's on a mission this year. He is on a mission. Uh, I love AD, too. I think AD is probably the best player in the world right now as far as just talent. But AD fits perfect with LeBron because he wants to play – he wants to be the number two guy. He wants to just ride along with LeBron, dominate when he needs to. He can rebound. But just like he did at Kentucky when they won the title, he was by far the best player, and he took like seven shots in the championship game. Like he just doesn't need the ball. And LeBron is just flat out on a mission. Sending out hashtag Wash King. Uh, they're both great plays, but if I had to choose, it'd be LeBron. All right, we got about a minute left. I want you, I'm going to put you on the spot now. I want you to run down your player pool tonight and tell me who's a guy high range, mid range, or low range. It doesn't matter whichever whichever you prefer. Tell me who's the guy that's going to be in your lineup that you you expect a big game from tonight. So, like I said, I mean, I'm going to play bare minimum six guys from the Miami game. And, I mean, I'm disappointed that I can't play Deion Waiters based on Mangone's, Mangone's update. I was waiting to see if he was back off the gummy bears. But 
since he's out, I got to stick with six other guys. And I think I like the late strategy, kind of sitting on the news. You got plenty of options late. DeRozan, Lillard, AD, LeBron. There's other guys, too, that could open up late. My plan is just to jam that one game and kind of wait on the rest of the things late. Maybe some other dominoes fall. It's a Friday night. You never know who's going to sit out late. So that's my plan. Jam that one main game, which is chalky, and try to get some leverage elsewhere. Sounds good. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of what we already said. I think Demar Derozan has a big game tonight. Not only do I think Demar Derozan has a big game, I think you can stack two guys from that game. I think Buddy Hyde's gonna go right back at him, and Buddy Hyde's gonna have a big game too. Neither one of them gonna play any defense on each other. And that's gonna win me a tournament tonight. Buddy Hyde versus Demar Derozan. What you think about that? You think you like that action? You like that, don't you? I love it. it uh, happens. Thought, I like those late games. I, I feel good about those two. I like, I like those. I like stacking two guys going at each other oh, yeah. in a game. When, when when they when all they do is score and they don't play defense, it looks good. All right, guys, it's five twenty one. I ran one minute over overtime. I apologize for that. Stay tuned for crunch time. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button on the YouTube channel, please, and leave your comments in there. For Big T, I'm Head Chopper. Good luck in those GPPs, and we're out of here.